0: This is Ray Martinez. Thanks for joining me today and a great subject that we're going to be talking about. Is baptism necessary for salvation? The belief that baptism is necessary for salvation is also known as baptismal regeneration. Baptism is an important step of obedience for a Christian. I strongly believe that each and every Christian should be water baptized by immersion. Baptism illustrates a believer's identification with Christ's death, his burial, and resurrection. We're taking our scripture today from Romans 6, verses 3 through 4, and here's what it declares. Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ, Jesus, in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, and just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Now the baptism is talking about here is water baptism, according to the commentaries and according to Divine's Bible Dictionary. If we look at Ephesians 4, verses five through six, it says there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father who is over all, in all and living through all. The action of being immersed in the water illustrates this dying and being buried with Christ. The action of coming out of the water pictures Christ's resurrection. Requiring anything in addition to faith in Jesus Christ for salvation is a work-based salvation. To add anything to the gospel to say that Jesus' death on the cross was not sufficient to purchase our salvation is out of context of what the Bible says. To say that baptism is necessary for salvation is to say that we must add our own good works and obedience to Christ's death in order to make it sufficient for salvation. Not quite true. Jesus' death alone paid for our sins. We read that in Romans 5.8, 2 Corinthians 5.21. Jesus' payment for our sins is appropriate to our account by faith alone. John 3.16, Acts 16.31, and Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9. Therefore, baptism is an important step of obedience after salvation, but cannot be required for salvation. I hope this really helps identify the separation. Yes, there are some verses that seem to indicate baptism as a requirement for salvation. However, since the Bible so clearly tells us that salvation is received by faith alone, John 3.16, Ephesians 2 verses 8-9, and Titus 3.5, there must be a different interpretation of those verses. Scripture does not contradict Scripture. In Bible times a person who converted from one religion to another was often baptized to identify conversion. Baptism was the means of making a decision public. Those who refused to be baptized were saying that they did not truly believe. So in the minds of the apostles and early disciples the idea of an unbaptized believer was unheard of. When a person claimed to believe in Christ yet was ashamed to proclaim his faith in public, it indicated that he didn't have the true faith. If baptism is necessary for salvation, why would Paul have said, I am thankful that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius in 1 Corinthians 1.14? Why would he have said in 1 Corinthians 1.17, for Christ didn't send me to baptize, but to preach the good news and not with clever speech for fear that the cross of Christ would lose its power. Granted, in this passage, Paul is arguing against the divisions that plague the Corinthian church. However, how could Paul possibly say, I am thankful for that I did not baptize or for Christ did not send me to baptize if baptism were necessary for salvation? If baptism is necessary for salvation, Paul would have literally be saying, I am thankful that you were not saved, and for Christ did not send me to save. That would be an unbelievable, ridiculous statement for Paul to make. Further, when Paul gives a detailed outline of what he considers the gospel, 1 Corinthians 15 verses one through eight, why does he neglect to mention baptism? If baptism is a requirement for salvation, how could any presentation of the gospel lack a mention of baptism? Baptism is not necessary for salvation. Baptism does not save from sin, but from a bad conscience. In 1 Peter 3.21, Peter clearly taught that baptism was not a ceremonial act of physical purification, but the pledge of a good conscience towards God. Baptism is the symbol of what has already occurred in the heart and life of one who has trusted Christ as Savior. Look at Romans six three through five again, and Galatians three twenty seven and Colossians two twelve. Baptism is an important step of obedience that every Christian should take. Baptism cannot be a requirement for salvation. To make it such is an attack on the sufficiency of the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. With baptism, God makes a commitment to you. Romans 6.4 notes that we are buried with him through baptism into death. Scripture doesn't say that you have to go underwater and it doesn't speak of volume water or the type of water. The lack of baptism doesn't condemn, but rejection would be a public denial of your faith or maybe evidence that you didn't make a genuine commitment. Baptism is not an optional add-on. It's God's gift to you. We all must continue the baptism that we took into our daily life, always purging whatever pertains to the old Adam so that whatever belongs to the new creature may come forth. Baptism is a form of adoption. God takes you into His family. The baptism drowns the old Adam in us. How? By one, repenting from sin. Secondly, confessing our sins as baptized Christians. Third, with faith in what the Lord did in baptism. And fourth, receive power for the new man that comes forth. We say, I am baptized, not simply, I was baptized. It's not a past tense, it's a living tense. We want to stay in our baptism, and not like a fish out of water. Always purging and drowning the old Adam by confession and absolution, which is forgiveness, pardoning, exoneration, dispensation, clemency, and mercy. What is important is that we know and confess Jesus as our personal savior. Baptism is certainly a public acknowledgement. It was so important that Jesus himself was baptized so he could start the ministry. Why is Jesus baptized? When Jesus comes to John, John hesitates to baptize him. John is a baptism of repentance, and Jesus has nothing for which he needs to repent. So why does Jesus insist on being baptized? By choosing to be baptized, Jesus fulfills all righteousness, preparing himself to be a perfect sacrifice for us. Baptism prepares us. It proclaims what we believe and it publicly joins us with the family of God. I do like what Pope Benedict XVI said, and here's this quote. Baptism is communion with the one who conquered death and holds in his hand the keys of life. Belonging to this circle, to God's family, means being in communion with Christ who is life and given eternal love beyond death." Opening the possibility that Jesus did baptize is Matthew 3:14, where John the Baptist says to Jesus, "'I need to be baptized by you.'" Taken by itself, John's statement could imply that Jesus was in the habit of baptizing people in water, but the context suggests otherwise. Previously, John had said, I baptize you with the water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, Matthew 3:11. John distinguished his baptism with water from the Lord's baptism with the Holy Spirit. When John spoke of his need to be baptized by Jesus, he was most naturally referring to his need for the Holy Spirit. The baptism of believers, Matthew 28, 19, this is a washing in water to symbolize the action of the Holy Spirit in a believer's heart. Believer's baptism is one of the two ordinances given to the church. Different churches practice different modes of baptism, but all who follow Christ should be baptized since it is commanded by the Lord Water baptism pictures some wonderful spiritual truths. When we are saved, we are what? Buried with Christ and rise to the newness of life. Our sins are washed away and we are cleansed. There's some significance. It is spirit baptism that saves us, but water baptism is our outward expression of the event. All of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live in new life. Romans 6, verses three through four. Read it again. It's worth it. Of the seven baptisms found in the scripture, only two are of personal significance to the Christian today, the baptism of the Holy Spirit that saves us and believers water baptism that identifies us with the church. Our founding fathers realized we cannot build a country without God. The majority of the states had religious requirements in order to hold any sort of political office. For example, here's what every elected and appointed official in Delaware had to subscribe to according to the Article 22 of the state constitution. Then it says this, I do profess faith in God the Father and in Jesus Christ, His only Son and the Holy Ghost, one God, blessed forevermore, and I do acknowledge the Holy Scriptures of the Old Testament and New Testament to be given by divine inspiration. Boy, I don't think you're going to catch anyone making that kind of statement nowadays. Kenneth Wordward and Kenneth Gates wrote a story for Newsweek magazine on December 27, 1982, and it was titled, How the Bible Made America. I find it interesting that even the secular media recognizes centrality of the Bible in our nation's founding. They stated, historians are discovering that the Bible, perhaps even more than the Constitution, is our founding document. That's the media stating that. Baptism is the outward appearance of our belief, character, and commitment to rely on God, just as our founding fathers swore by a public profession of their faith in God, the Father, and in Jesus, back in the days of one of our first states, Delaware. Let's keep in mind, that's how our country was founded. The baptism clearly states who we are, what we represent, and why we believe. God bless you today and have a wonderful week.